Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the show. Now what I'm going to share with you today is seven steps to really winning your week. Now when we talk about taking charge of your life and creating big healthy habits, it takes small efforts and they need to be done exceptionally well every single week. It needs to be consistent. So these are the seven steps I take each and every week without fail to make sure that I take charge of my life and make sure that I win my week and you guys can follow these as well. Also hang around for this week's social media question of the week where I'm going to talk about mini cuts and just go into a little bit of detail and clear up some questions that I've been getting lately about what a mini cut is, who should follow it and how long it should last for. So we've got a big show, make sure you tune in. Obviously, if you enjoy today's show, take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and please do post it on your social media, preferably Instagram stories and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. It's an absolute pleasure to have you joining me today. I really do appreciate it. So just kick back now and enjoy today's episode. Alrighty, legends. Step number one to winning your week. And now keep in mind, a number of these seven steps, you're probably going to think to yourself, what is he talking about? This is not going to make any difference in my life. But as I mentioned at the start of the show, little things done well continuously and done exceptionally well every single week do start to add up. Small efforts add up to big, big results. So step number one to winning your week is write down three small daily goals every single morning. Now, this is something that I've been doing for some time now. And when I first started doing it, I actually come across this idea after listening to Robin Sharma's podcast and also reading some of his books. Now, I absolutely love Robin Sharma's content and he actually takes a daily journal as well, which I did for a little bit. I just didn't, uh, I just couldn't really get into it. But one thing that I did do continuously um, for 12 months, I started off and I've been doing it every day since, is to write down three small daily goals every single day, regardless of what day it is, regardless of whether you've got a big day planned or nothing planned. It could be as simple as make your bed, um, you know, pay a bill, or it could be something big. Okay, these goals can be whatever you like, but at the end of the day, you want to come back, revisit these goals, and then either put a tick next to the goal if you did achieve it that day, or put a cross next to it if you didn't. Now, if you put a cross next to it and you didn't achieve it, then don't stress. It's okay. That's a goal for the next day, okay? And we just continuously do this until we get in the habit of ticking off our daily goals every single day. Like I said, they can be as big as you want or as little as you want. It does not matter. Just get it done. And physically write them down too. I've tried doing it in my phone, but I find it way more effective if I'm writing it in my diary or just writing it down on a piece of paper. Step number two is to do the hard shit at the start of the week. Now, not only do you get the hard shit out of the way and you don't have to do it later in the week and maybe you have to do more of it later in the week, but you will feel exceptionally, I guess, disciplined and satisfied with yourself and it also gives you that feeling of confidence for the rest of the week, knowing that you've done that hard stuff, the stuff that's been playing on your mind over the weekend. Um, you know, if in regards to training, you may hate, you may hate training legs. So on Monday, train legs, get it out of the way, um, you know, have a big session, really psych yourself up for the session 
and and get it done because I guarantee you're going to feel amazing after it and it's going to make the rest of the week go so much better. Now, if you hate training legs and you're training them on Wednesday or Thursday, right? You're thinking about it all week. You're just not in a good mood. It's harder to stay concentrated. You're not going to enjoy other training sessions as much. So that's something that I'm really big on is doing the hard things at the start of the week and it doesn't just applied to training it might be to do with work it might be to do with chores maybe something you've been putting off for a long time get it done at the start of the week and you're going to feel fantastic about yourself step number three is meditate daily i've mentioned this a lot on the show we even had um you know, our guest back a couple of weeks ago jade she spoke about mindfulness and meditation this is something that i'm big on it you know guys it can be two minutes it can be five minutes 15 20 an hour whatever you want to do Get that daily meditation done. For me, it's first thing in the morning. It gets me in a good mind frame um, to go to work and start to be productive and start my day well. Some other people like to do it in the middle of the day to really break up the day, um, you know, calm things down a little bit and just kind of get in that zen state before they finish off the day. And maybe at the end of the day, you need it to help you go to sleep. Regardless of when it is, just try and get some form of meditation done. Uh, it's an amazing feeling. It's really opened up different doors for me, I guess, mentally um, since I started doing it. Uh, I definitely wasn't you know, suffering badly from anything, I guess, in terms of mental state, but I find it really hard to switch off. I find it hard to, you know, uh, even just multitasking or things like knowing that I've got to do a number of different things and they constantly run over in my mind, whereas at the start of the day, I, I wake up, I usually grab a drink of water, and then I'll sit down and meditate for anywhere between 5 and 10 minutes. And sometimes it's even shorter than that, sometimes it's longer. Um, but once I've done that meditation, I just feel I just feel really good. I feel so much more calm about the day. I then write down my daily goals, and then I go about the rest of my day, and that's just become part of my routine. And you know, if, it may not be for you, but if you've never tried it before, I would highly recommend it because... Before I got into it, I was the last person that would try meditation. Um, even now, if you didn't know that I did meditation, you probably would never think that I do. Um, but it is a big part of my day now, and I definitely think it goes towards winning your week. Step number four is do more or do better than what you did last week. And this goes for every single day, um, every single week, every single month, every single year. It's just good to remind yourself of that sometimes because it's easy to get into the position where we're just coasting along and we're not really focusing on improving. We're just kind of complacent with where we're at. You know, things might be good, things might be comfortable, so we just chill out there. I think you should always be putting yourself in a position where you're striving to be better, you're striving to do more than what you have previously so you can continue to take further steps to winning your week, to winning your year, um, to, to just becoming a better person, becoming more successful. And I think that's never going to be a bad thing if you're constantly trying to do better and do more than what you have in the past. And obviously, it's really important to celebrate wins, small wins, big wins, um, and, it, and you should always be grateful with what you have and the position you're in. But there's always room for more. So, um, you know, if some of you guys that are in the fitness industry or that, um, that just enjoy your health and fitness, you may have heard of Christian Guzman. Uh, I've been following him on YouTube for years and years. And one of the, his, his biggest slogans, or I guess one of the biggest sayings that he, he likes to use is proud but never satisfied. And I, I really kind of, I really do agree with that. I think that's awesome. I think you should be proud of wherever you are at the moment. Um, if you're not happy with where you're at at the moment, then that's even more incentive for you to do better than what you did last week, what you did yesterday, what you did last month, what you did last year. So that's a big one for me. That's step number four. 
Step number five is bring up others around you. Yeah, not only does this make you feel great, but it's obviously going to make them feel great. And I think, uh, you know, and the next step I'm actually going to mention is to surround yourself with great people. That's number six. And I think if you're bringing up those around you, then those people around you are going to be great. And that's going to not only benefit them, but it's going to benefit you. And as I mentioned, it is a great feeling helping other people achieve their goals, helping other people become better people, um, and giving people constructive criticism. Um, you know, giving people advice or sometimes it's just best not to say anything at all, but just to be there for them um, and go out of your way to try and help those around you be successful because the benefits you will receive along with them is huge. And like I said, that does bring me on to step number six, which is surround yourself with great people. Now, I always try and surround myself with people that are more successful than me, like that are way more successful than me because not only does that does their success I feel rub off on me? It also gets my mind ticking. It gets my, you know, my motivation to be better even higher. I, I spend time with these people and then, and then after it, all I can think about is what I need to do to get to their level. And then once I get to their level, if I do, then I hang out with, I surround myself with people even more successful than them. And then it just continues on and on and on because the, you know, it's been, you know, that, that saying, I, I stuff it up all the time, but you are the product or of the, the five people that you spend the most time with. Okay, and I think that's so true because if you're spending time with people that aren't motivated, that aren't wanting to further themselves, whether it's in their job, whether it's in um, their health and fitness, whatever it may be, people that are just lazy, that don't eat well, that don't train well, um, that aren't motivated, then that is going to rub off on you and the likelihood of you wanting to push yourself further than where you are today is a lot lot less likely so surround yourself with great people and number seven step number seven is get out of your comfort zone as much as possible like i said before we want to be doing better we want to be doing more and i feel as though getting out of your comfort zone whenever you can as much as you possibly can is going to benefit you those around you and i think it's just going to continue to further um you know the possibilities of what you can actually achieve and how you can win your week and as i said before those small efforts that are done daily is what's going to help you win your week but then those weeks that add up over the span of a year is going to help you win your year and the years that add up over and over and over time is going to help you become more and more successful in your life and just win your life regardless of what your goal is. You know, some people might be aiming to just do huge things that have never been done before, whereas other people might just be aiming to be comfortable, to be able to make enough money to, uh, you know, just do the stuff they want to do in life or to be able to get to the level in the gym where they are strong, where they're happy with how they, they look, how they feel, whatever it may be, whatever your goal is, these steps are going to help you win your week, win your year, and uh, I think win your life. So I hope you've enjoyed this segment of today's show. As I said, please do stick around for the next segment, which is this week's social media question of the week. But if you have got some value from those seven steps, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram because it, chances are it's going to help some else as well okay this week's social media question of the week is surrounding mini cuts and these are just a number of little questions that i've received about mini cuts what they are who they're good for how you do them how long they should last for so i thought i'd just really quickly cover mini cuts in general and i've actually done a full episode on this so if you want to check that out you can go back i think it may be episode number 22 um, i've done a full episode on that um, if you're on my daily email list then you would have received that today in your daily email if you're not on the email list you can go to the show notes and sign up for free 
But what are mini cuts? So mini cut is a short but aggressive period of eating in a calorie deficit. So you're in a relatively drastic calorie deficit compared to what you have been in. Um, the reason you would do a mini cut is because you're wanting to get rid of some unwanted body fat. Um, often someone has been in a calorie surplus for some period of time and just got to the point where they've just added a few kilos and they want to get back to a, a leaner starting point so they can continue on with their growing phase, continue on with their calorie surplus. Um, sometimes somebody may just be holding on to a little bit of body fat um, and they've, they've been at maintenance or maybe they've never even done a fat loss phase before but they don't have much weight to lose then I may run them through a quick mini cut before then transitioning into a building phase where we try build up their metabolism by slowly increasing calories but for the most part someone has been eating in a surplus they've gained a little bit of fat we want to drop that fat and then continue on with gaining so what we do over the time period this is what I recommend anywhere between two and six weeks six weeks obviously being the longest time that I would want someone to be doing this for um, we drop their calories quite drastically uh, the rest of the training stays the same. Strength training is still a priority because the purpose of a mini cut is to drop as much body fat as possible in a short period of time without losing lean muscle mass or without losing any strength. We don't want to sacrifice muscle and strength in a in a mini cut. So anything longer than six weeks, you're going to start to sacrifice that that muscle and strength, and it just becomes a general fat loss phase, which. If that's something that you need, if it's taking you that long to lose the body fat, then maybe you need to be in just a standard fat loss phase, which we would approach a lot differently. You, you wouldn't be dr dropping your calories anywhere near as much. Um, we would take things a lot slower. So that's not what a mini cut actually is. So anywhere between two to six weeks, the way we set up the macros um, is is you're best off to go and listen to that episode that I said, I think is number 22, where I go into a bit more detail. Um but that is how a mini cut essentially works. Once the mini cut is over, if it's only been a couple of weeks, two to three weeks, then you just go back to your normal calorie intake. If it's been closer to six weeks, then you'll increase your calorie intake back to where it was over the span of a couple of weeks until you get back there. But basically, you want to get in and out as quick as possible. So in, in a calorie deficit, for a short period of time, drop that body fat, drop that weight, and then bring your calories back to normal. We go back to our gaining phase and we go on about our business as usual, just a little bit leaner. So in a gaining phase, if you're trying to build muscle and you're in a surplus for a long period of time, you may throw in a mini cut every now and then just to keep your body fat in check. So I hope that's answered that question. I've been getting a number of those um, and it's also going to be the topic I speak about in this week's Muscle Nation blog, which you can check out on their website as well. So that's it for today show thank you so so much for tuning in as i mentioned earlier if you do enjoy today's episode please take a screenshot post it on your social media the reason for this is because it gets more of an audience listening to this show and the more people we can reach uh, the more content i'm able to put out and uh and the more people we're able to help which is fantastic so hope you're having a great day again appreciate you tuning in i'm looking forward to chatting to you in the next show